I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Let's say we're in a horror movie, all right? Like picture that other F word and then like blood streaming from the font. Oh, it would match too. Blood matches with our logo. Oh, it totally does. So which of the three of us makes it to the end? Oh, you 100%. You're it. Oh, I'm not in this. Like I have turned around and gone home hours ago. Sorry. Uh, Actually, I think you die first. I yeah, live I my life in a way that the allows me to avoid being involved in horror movies. Not uh, how horror movies work, my friend. You're the first one axed. No, horror movies are a series of poor decision-making uh, yes. decisions. I, don't, I ran yeah, myself right into a wall on that one. Um, but horror movies are, are just, they, they happen because of a series of poor decisions. Uh, agreed, but but it doesn't matter. We're in it, and we're there. The guy with the bad attitude and all the tattoos goes first. Yeah, I'm very sorry. I don't know what you're saying about my attitude. <laughs> um, it's shit. Well, wait a minute. You left two girls alone in a cabin or wherever the hell we are. Right. So I told them to come left- with me. I told them to come. I told them that does not look safe. The stairs are not even put properly uh, painted or weather treated. There are, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to get tetanus. All of these things are bad. So let's turn around and go home. Three, two, one, peace. No. Right. And then you get, you get, as you're trying to get into the car, you get stabbed in the back and then like. And slit your throat over. And then part of it is too, because you were that guy who already had the 12 pack. And right. It's just, it's just what it is. And your first. I feel like you, you, you two have visualized this. (laughs) <laughs> Far too many times in your in your rep everyday life. Are we giving ourselves away? Uh, I, yeah, you've been waiting all summer for this. <laughs> this Halloween episode. When do we get to do the Halloween episode? I can't keep it bottled inside anymore. Yeah, when we kill Mitch and Effigy. Um, but I'm next. I'm next dead of the three of us. Um, How do you why? think that happens? Well, because I too am shitty. I also do it probably trying to make sure you get away let's be honest there's going to be some nobility there you sacrifice yourself a little bit yeah because like I know that I'm not the final girl and I mean and I've I've got got a son to go home to I've got a I've got a baby I've got a terrible mouth on me and everybody will have wanted me dead for a long time probably before Mitchell and so I go next in a this great valiant effort and then you make it out. Right. And to be fair, I think I am definitely, if I'm a final girl, I'm one of the final girls where you're like, how did she stay alive to the end? <laughs> Unlikely survivor, sure. But so, but final girls by nature, a lot of times are kind of that person. You're like, what was it you? Right. So guys, what we're talking about today our final girls. And if you're not familiar, it's the trope in horror films where there's a, a last person standing at the end and she's often almost always, well, she's definitely a white girl and often blonde, probably, yeah, probably a virgin and nice. And well, it's like, what happened? 
for you because you've got the child and but you know so what are what are your all's favorite horror movies so i have a lot of good i love a lot of horror movies but my two favorite series are scream and halloween of course those are like I Chef's love kiss. series. I think Halloween has that one weird series. Um, that one, I can't remember if it's two or no, it's not two. I think it's three. It's like a weird dollhouse thing, and not doll, but like the Mike Myers soul takes over dolls. I don't know that one. I'm out. But I pretend like that one doesn't exist in a series. But Halloween, all of them love them and love Scream. Scream was like when it comes out when we're in high school. That was like a thing because it went over like all the rules, right? And so we thought oh my God, this is fun. We've been thinking this so long. They're finally kind of going through all those little things that happen in a movie, right? All the, all the tropes, all the tropes. It's like, oh, you can't say I'll be back. You know, the, the, the virgin, the virgin makes it. If she, she's safe until she loses her virginity, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. So we like loved that, which then I love that series. So. Mitchie. What was the question? Favorite horror movie series? Uh, I was always a big fan fan of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street series. Freddy Krueger to me was the ultimate horror villain. Like Michael Myers and Jason bored me to tears. They're just these big, dumb, slow bastards with a knife that just that can teleport. Apparently, it's a little scarier in a way, right? That's <clears throat> yeah. Freddy Krueger is absolutely the thing of nightmares, but for, literally, yeah. literally right. the thing of nightmares. But what I loved was he didn't just murder you. He didn't just like appear behind you and stab you. He fucked with you, like he yeah. tortured you for hours in your own head, playing games and telling jokes at your expense before brutally murdering you inside of your own head. So he's the Mitch of horror movie villains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, the other thing that I just recently got into was the Conjuring series. Yeah. I I enjoyed the Conjuring universe. Uh, I I highly recommend if you do decide to go down the rabbit hole, you do some research on the Warrens and realize how uh, uh, terrible they actually are in real life. Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, the people that are responsible for the Amityville horror um, faking and um, multiple other, other things that just make them horrible, horrible people. Um, Yeah. They're capital like to the worst. Absolute. Yeah. mm, But if you can get past that and you could just like, again, acknowledge that, enjoy the, the trope and the, the actual films. It's, they're fun. Yeah. So Rennie. So I have never been like a big horror movie person, but what? Shane, I, I know. I mean, I watched like Rosemary's baby and stuff like that. Like, like the fine films, but um <laughs> but Shane it's like his favorite kind of movie and so several years ago before we were even married we made a rule that if he was going to watch Christmas movies in December with me I had to watch horror movies in October with him and so I think it's fair it's like my favorite family tradition that we have um 
And it has made me appreciate them, like them more. I still like have to turn away when somebody dies kind of thing. But like, I, I get more why people enjoy them now. And, and there are some that I have grown to really like. Um, and honestly, like any sort of festivity I'm in for, right? Like, so we get to celebrate Halloween all month long. Well, we did watch it together in the theater. That was fun. The yes. <laughs> what's funny, the best part of that was, you know, Rin at one point, it was a really quite horrible thing that happened. And Rin starts, oh no. And, I, and Shane and I started laughing because um, <laughs> we were monsters. And that was a great moment. And like Donnie wasn't real thrilled with the moment either. And Rin is literally physically, you're saying, oh no, oh no. <laughs> And while Shane and I have literally broken into uncontrollable laughter and, and we're on either side of Ren, and it's like, I think the thing your nightmares are made of, um, right. that something horrible happens <laughs> and Shane and I are just absolutely tickled by it and you're horrified. Um, I do like it. I actually like Halloween. I like Michael Myers. I think the fact that he's very, there's not a lot to him makes him scarier because you know so little about him. Um, and then we watched Ready or Not this month, and I, I loved that. So that's yeah. a creepy one. Um, while we're on the topic, I just wanted to say that I watched Halloween Kills last weekend, and I did not enjoy it. Really? We saw it last night, and Shane loved it. I thought it was very unorganized. A lot of things that didn't seem to fit. It was like they were trying to shoehorn in like political statements uh-huh. into the story that didn't fit where it was just like this scene belongs in a different movie what is happening i think shane liked it because of how many people died and how they died <laughs> right which which was kind of the point of it which i would have been fine with like i thought it was cool that it started off where it's just like almost like a highlight reel of Michael Myers just killing different people in different ways. Like Halloween kills. That's the point. But then again, like you've got these like shoehorned in uh, dialogues, well, statements where it's just like, I don't know what you're doing here. And then there's the, the one moment where Jamie Lee Curtis screams Michael and she screams it as if she's speaking directly to him He's nowhere near the hospital. Like, nowhere. And it's like, you just screamed his name. That's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. No, it's not. Anyway. Sorry, we can move on. Speaking of killing for no reason, I really enjoyed the Final Destination series, too, by the way. Oh, those were fun. Those, those actually affected me. The way they, not me. Oh, well, I won't get behind a truck with logs and shit. Right. No, that's what oh. nobody does anymore. Long trucks are the loneliest trucks on the interstate because of that movie. She'll see it and she's like, Final Destination truck. I'm like, aware. And so mommy (laughs) is like, yo, get away from the Final Destination truck. But like the way they kill people in the Final Destination series is my absolute favorite. It's very clever. It's very It's almost like a Rube's Goldberg machine of death. (laughs) Well, and the fact that death is coming for you. So that's a completely faceless, like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the bodiless thing is like the most terrifying of all of them because what you can't defend yourself. And then all the very unique and creative ways they kill people. Oh, I'm, I'm for it all day, all day long. It's horrible. And I love it. And 
Speaking of Final Destination movies, big Allie Larder fan. Uh, yeah. She was the final girl in at least one of them. Yes. Yeah, I did there. Yeah, did me bring like it, it back? You did. All right. So the term final girl uh, was coined in a 1992 book, Men, Women, and Chainsaws by Carol J. Clover. So she is the female who is the sole survivor of the group of normally young people. Uh, so originally, it's a privilege of survival because of her implied moral superiority. Uh, so she's the one who, like, she's a virgin. She's not doing drugs. You know, she's not she's not a naughty girl like her friends are. The babysitter. Um, right. Um, did you know, actually, that originally the Halloween, uh, like the original from 1978 was going to be called the babysitter murders or something very close mm-hmm. to that? Yes, I did. I think, I, watched they, I think they did better. The movies that made us. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, so this is interesting. Hitchcock, actually, who's, of course, one of the masters of horror. Um, he said, blondes make the best victims. They're like virgin snow that shows up the bloody footprints. Um, another characteristic of Final Girls is that they have what's called the active investigating gaze. So what that means is like, they're kind of the ones trying to figure it out. Like we're figuring it out through her in the film a lot of the time. You know what I think though? Like, so I love any kind of show or movie and that's become more recent thing where nobody's safe. So I, I hate the final girl thing, right? Because, but like you want it, right? There's a girl, there's always somebody in any movie you're rooting for, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I loved like Walking Dead at the, you know, the first seasons and in um, Game Game of Thrones, you know, Game of Thrones was notorious for it. Nobody is safe. Yeah. Walking Dead, they kill the, like the main guy in the first couple episodes and you're like, holy crap. And, and, and from then on, and like, I mean, I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but I know that that's true. I love it. I will, you will catch me because then I'm like, Ooh, you're going to get me invested in somebody and then you're going to freaking whack them. And it's going to be so horrific, but I love that. Right. I love no one's safe because that. Have you like- watched, have you watched Midnight Mass? Yes. Love yeah. that. So another new, no one is safe. <laughs> the new generation of no one being safe and no such thing as a final girl is like, it's everything. For me. Well, so I think so. I'm going to read off a list of just some examples of final girls. And I think you'll see like as time goes on, the trope definitely like yeah. changes and morphs a little bit. And I think newer horror movies are doing really interesting things with our expectations around well, and them. And that being said, Laurie Strode and Sydney Prescott, which are Jamie Lee Curtis and Neff Campbell, they're my favorite final girls. And yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I want. I want Laurie Strode and Sydney Prescott to take over the world, right? President and VP, let's go, right? But <laughs> still saying that, I still enjoy this whole, yeah, they're not the, the, you know. Well, I think the other thing that's evolved is the depth at which these characters are written also. Yeah. I mean, if you go back to the 80s, like the survivors of, the, the, there wasn't a lot of character development in Friday the 13th. Uh, you know, in a lot of those older horror movies, there's not a lot of character development outside of the villain. Well, um, but Halloween, the original Halloween, there's probably a hundred words said in the whole damn movie. 
Yes, like, and no blood. There's he, no blood in the original Halloween. There's a there's a kid hanging from a coat rack. I mean, but like, there's not a whole lot to that movie, to be honest with you, which is kind of why I love it. It's kind of simple mm-hmm. and terrifying, right? Nobody says a lot. We're not really worrying about dialogue or all this character development. It's like, this is a thing that's happening. We don't know why, and nobody cares. It's happening. Yeah, go ahead, Ren. So Laurie Strode, I do think, is kind of the ultimate final girl. Um, there's Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. <laughs> Street. Um, Sweet. There's, <laughs> there's Jess from Black Christmas, which is also a very early one. That one's interesting because in that movie, she has an abortion. And so she's not your, and she's brunette. So she's not your typical final girl. Um, there's Sally from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which was also an early one. Then and that one to, is that, I don't know if you guys have seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. Yep. I haven't seen that one. The ending is like that. There are parts of that movie. Like it's one of my favorites. Like I, I love the concept of it. Like, this family in the middle of Texas in this weird house that are just, I mean, it's so weird and cool, but the guy in the wheelchair was apparently, and I only know this and I'm sorry, this might not be the last time that I interrupt just for some kind of pop-up video bullshit on about a <laughs> horror movie. But I had a friend who was obsessed with horror movies and would make me watch them with commentary on. So like my brain is full of, so the guy in the wheelchair from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre apparently would never break character. Mm. And everyone hated him. Like legit, no one on the set because his character was really annoying and whiny. And he never broke character, apparently. <clears throat> Secondly, the final girl, the final chase scene is one of the most annoying scenes in cinematic history because she screams for a solid four minutes <laughs> while running through the woods and falling. And I mean, it's not, it's bad. It is bad screaming. And it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, please stop it. Just also, run it for like a minute. a good time to shh, right? Like yeah. if you're trying yeah. to get away. Giving away your position. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like, I mean, I can understand screaming. It doesn't matter. I'm about, this is not part of it, but just throwing that out there. Like she screams for four minutes while running away. It's not a natural reaction. I don't think like at some point you're going to shut the fuck up and run uh, and focus, but. Are we like reserve the breathing? breathing. Yeah. 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 But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So then we kind of jumped to Sidney Prescott um, in the 90s, which kind of brought horror films back. She is somewhat demure, but she does have sex in the movie. So that's kind of where we see like the rules bending a little bit. Um, And so some more modern ones are Grace from Ready or Not, who I think is really awesome. Um, Cecilia from Invisible Man. Um, And then... Danny from Midsommar. So I don't know if you guys have seen that one, but that's definitely, there's a subversion now going on where they, the final girl kind of ends up also being a bad guy. <laughs> like they kind of become the villain at the end, which I think is kind of cool. Um, like in Saw. Also- yeah. 
I haven't seen Saw, but it, it's not the it's like the second one or the third one, I think, where yeah, it's definitely not the first one, but it right. It, or, yeah, you're right, Mitchell. It's either second or third. Yeah. Rin, uh, another... That's a really fun series, I think. It's and it, it's a lot like Final Destination in that the deaths are cool. And, yeah. and it's kind of like, to me, and people can say what they want, I, I love the idea, and it's very seven-ish. Of, and, and when I say I love the idea, I mean as far as the movie goes and the underlying thing of people paying for their sins or... Yeah. being able to gain redemption through their own, like whatever, like you have to make a sacrifice in order to gain redemption for your actions. I think that's brilliant where he's, they're putting the deaths on the actual people that are dying. Right. Sure. I just, my personal opinion on them. I, I think it's, they're very interesting, but again, yeah. That one does me more because of that. I think another interesting subversion is uh, like Thomason and the witch and Jay in It Follows where having sex and their sexuality is kind of the way they end up winning, right? Yeah. Especially in It Follows, right? So Thomason, oh, spoilers. Um, <laughs> so maybe just like skip ahead 30 if you don't want to hear it, but Thomason ends up as uh, the devil says living deliciously and ends up being the last one standing um, and going and frolicking naked in the woods with other witches. Um, and then Jay passes. So that one it, it follows is kind of like the ultimate subversion of the sex with the virgin thing, right? Because you only get to live by having sex. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that one's super interesting. Fun. Oh, I'd be fucked. <laughs> Mitchell. Um, I didn't then, mean that as a pun. <laughs> no, I, we know what you meant. <laughs> Less dumb. <laughs> I think one that's interesting is Adelaide from Us. So I think, so first of all, she's black. Um, so that's great, you know. Um, but also it's another instance of at the end, is she really the good guy or the bad guy? It's yeah. kind of impossible yeah. to tell. Um, so she ends up being kind both. Villain and victim. Yeah. So we are writing with more depth. I mean, honestly, nowadays, I, I mean, well, I us, us blew my mind in half. Like I was just like, I, like I walked out of that going, I I need to talk to somebody about this. My, I don't, what? Yeah. Well, and I think that, so I, I think what they're doing is they're taking all of these like expectations and like doing really creative, cool, interesting things with them as time goes on. Um, well, and that's, I guess, what makes horror movies not interesting. I think that it's interesting to me that it seems that the horror genre feels like the only genre in Hollywood that's trying to create new IPs and new ideas and evolve and change things because the rest of Hollywood just seems like, eh, let's take this, remake it and yeah, throw it out there. Whereas horror has always been, how can we make this weirder? 
deeper, whatever. And of course, Jordan Peele stepping into the genre has been huge. Yeah. Because the opposite of the final girl is the black guy that dies first. Right. Right. And so I think what Jordan Peele has done, especially with Get Out, is pretty awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So the thing, so before the final girl was kind of created, women were just kind of victims in horror movies. And so I think one thing that's interesting is that from one of the things I read was that if the final girl idea forced everyone to identify with the woman right because even like men who aren't used to identifying with a female protagonist that's what's happening but it's a lot more complicated because so i'll be interested to hear what you guys think about this one thing i read about was ballicization so it's talking about even though the Final girl is the protagonist and is a woman. They were saying she becomes phallicized by using weapons and penetrating the killer. Um, Discuss. No. <laughs> Stop making shit weird. Just, I mean. I'm not even sure how to react to I, that idea. I, I, okay. I have heard that is often why serial killers have used knives is because it's an extension of themselves, et cetera. I'm not a psychiatrist as far as I know. I don't. I'm also not about all about Freud. Like everything is not something else or sexual or whatever. Like sometimes some things are just something. I mean, not everything's a penis. No, like if I'm going to stab somebody because that's the weapon I have closest at hand. Um, It's not because I think or want a dick. Okay. That has, that is, that's like really a stretch. That's very far now in movies. Okay. Whatever. I mean, we're going, we horror flicks are kind of aggro by nature. Right. Um, So, okay. But like, let's fine. If somebody wrote it that way, they may have wrote it that, you know, written it that way, but like, for instance, if somebody broke into my house and I stabbed them, it would not be an extension of the dick I don't have. Well, and and, and I could be wrong. Uh, and most of the horror movies I've seen, there's never a scene in which the victim or the final girl is staring at a wall of weapons deciding between a flamethrower and a kitchen knife and goes for the kitchen knife. Like it's, it's a weapon that you grab because they're in the kitchen and you can just, they're always there. There's always knives in a kitchen. kitchen. And it's like, if I was in the hunting room, I'm probably not going to get a knife. You know, it's, it's. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It, it is though. I mean, so it's the, have you seen, you know, the progressive or all state or whatever commercials and they pretend to be in a horror movie and the kids are like, oh no, let's go hide behind all those hanging chainsaws. You know, yeah. we're talking about bad decisions kind of thing, but, it, but Mitch, you're hundred percent right. I mean, if I'm in the living room and one of my heavy candles is sitting on the side, I mean, that's a the weapon. Right. Um, it's, if it's not, if it's not a knife, it's a blunt object or whatever, but yeah. Well, if they wrote it, 
if they wrote something different, we would be like, um, that's stupid. I didn't, I'm not going to grab the toaster oven when there's a knife next to me. Right. Well, what would be like va- vaginization? Like what would be for like wrapping Michael Myers in a blanket? Like we're going to kill him <laughs> in a hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Putting a, a, a tube, a tire tube over him. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. Like it's a lot. Let's not be stupid. Let's not make this something else. Like, you know, I'm not a fan of like make, taking things and taking them too far or taking them into some weird. I know Such that I don't reach. suffer from like some some higher intelligence that makes me think beyond like normal thought. But like, come on, people. That I mean, came, I don't it came mind from that somebody all, that was but... upset. They got a boner watching somebody get murdered. And they're like, oh, no, this has to be. <laughs> Everybody gets a boner when they watch somebody get murdered with a knife, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I agree with Mitchell for, for one time, 100% with Mitchell. I mean, I don't mind way overthinking things, but I do think that is a real reach. But I do like saying the word phallicization. <laughs> I can't and I will do it. I will not try. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. Go ahead, Katrina. <laughs> no, I just. I, everybody who's listening, Rin has a really cool choker on, which I, by the way, everybody who knows me knows I hate chokers, but this one makes it look like she's, her head, her neck's been slit and there's blood and I love it. So. I did. I will say I got one of those, like, you know, like little wiry black chokers that were so popular in the nineties. And I was like, all right, well, I bought scrunchies. I'll guess I'll do this too. No, it really is uncomfortable on your neck. <laughs> I don't like it. And my theory behind them is it's like you're you're trying to hold your head your head back on. I'm out. I'm out on a choker, but well, there is that horror story from when I was a kid where like a girl takes the ribbon off her neck and then her head falls off. That's so that's why Doobie always she's like, that's what Katrina thinks with the damn chokers. And (laughs) if that's the story, that's fine. She's right, because she references that story as well. It was in like scary stories book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those of you who we've just dated ourselves, but if you grew up as an eighties kid, you know, or even nineties, Rin. I was um, not an eighties kid. I don't know anymore. Um, barely <laughs> born. Um, you though did do the scary stories and that was a huge thing. And that one, that was a, that was an edgy series and that was an edgy as hell series for kids. And you, they remade it. They remade that. And, so, and are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. And they've made movies of R.L. Stein's Fear Street. Yeah. Which I watched that series too. That was a pretty, that was a good one that didn't um, follow all the rules either. I, I'm going to watch that one. I felt a little better about it after I re- realized that they are rated R. They're, oh, they're good. They're, and they're yeah. not, they don't follow rules. So that's another one we forgot. Yeah. Good, good job, Mitchell. But um, so where do you all think that the final trope? Or the final trope, the final girls' the idea. Final countdown. Where do you think it, it lies in terms of feminism? Um, better now. Yeah. Better I mean, it's the term final girl lends itself to the women walking out as the victor. True. In this scenario, it also turns where, them as a girl, though, right? Well, that. Yeah, but I don't think final girl is a term used outside of like literally like I don't talk about final girls when I'm just like, yeah, I mean, 
this movie was really good. What do you think about the final girl? It's never ever happened in my What about final woman person? <laughs> no, just hey, the name of the character that ended up winning. Well, right. So and a lady. We taught Laurie Strode, Sydney Prescott, right? Um it was something to call that girl. I don't think I don't think her her intention of writing it was that their very point of is this like a feminist thing at all? You know what I mean? Like it was kind oh. of a thing we did. She wrote it as a term to call them because of right. who it was, right? And it was. It was very much a final girl. It was always a girl. It was always the pure one. It was always the cute blonde. It was always, you know, what well, well originally a lot of them were teenagers. Yeah, and they were teenagers, right? They were always young. It well, was that's the thing of, of, of things are nightmares, right? Like well, things that happened yeah, to you horror you know. movies were targeted towards teenagers, like right, like they've I, always been because adults. They're just like, especially when horror movies started coming out, you know, adults took themselves far too seriously. That's uh, true. Whereas teenagers are like, yeah, we're gonna sneak out of the house and go watch this movie we're not supposed to watch. I agree. And so, yeah, I think, I think Mitch, you're right. And I think it does matter that it, it was always a teenager. It is most of the time, still most of the time, all these horror movies are young adults at the very most. Very yeah. few of them really surround a bunch of grownups. Who wants to watch a bunch of grownups in this case, right? You, a, a horror movie about a killer at a nursing home would take 15 minutes <laughs> I did watch the manor, but anyway. I think so. I think there are definitely big elements of misogyny and racism and oh look, here's like domestic violence and it's and it's all fine. Um but I I think like it's one of those things that's easy to like look back and criticize, but I think that there it like shows a lot of progress, right? Even the final girl, like before the final girl, women were just victims, right? And then the final girl comes along. And I think it's like another way to show progress in our society, right? Yeah, that we can overcome, right? We'll, we'll I think it's reflective. Yeah. I think it's reflective of changes that have been made and progress that we've made. Yeah, I think so. I agree. And I don't think it's nothing to have made the survivor a girl. No, I actually- There are probably misogynistic aspects of it and- white privilege at there. There's definitely white privilege aspects of it, but it did do something right. I mean, I think that we're all like, maybe not all, but I know I find myself when it comes to, especially books, I'm drawn to protagonists who are like myself. And when you pick up a book or watch a TV show or a movie that you're made to identify with someone who is different than you. I think there's something really positive about that. Sure. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, well, be a final goal and kick somebody's ass. All right. You guys have to die before the end of the episode. Oh yeah. Well, you're both dead to me anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so, Find us on Facebook. Find us at that other F word pod on Instagram, even though guys, I'm really not doing much with that right now. Um, and <laughs> please subscribe and rate and review wherever podcasts are found. You can find us on that other F word.com. And remember 
don't have sex unless you want to die. And feminism isn't a bad word. Be a final girl. <laughs> Ended far darker than I expected it to.